Love music. Love talk. Love Wickham Sound. Monday Movies on Wickham Sound 106.6 FM. Hello, welcome to the Monday Movies podcast. Oh, great, yes. You're great oh, mates. Monday. Oh, still. Anyway, yeah. Welcome to the podcast. It's Monday Movies. Clock's Duncan, gone Toby, Lou. Clock's gone back. Yep. Uh, yeah. I th- do you know what? I thought I put mine back to 2019. <laughs> so, yeah, great. I've had that joke nice all weekend. That would have been, been nice. Yeah, yeah all right. Just <laughs> chill out. God. Well, you know, it's actually only eight o'clock right now, nearly. Oh, you're getting yeah. very, you're very cynical in your lockdown old age, aren't you? <laughs> I know. I've been hanging yeah. out with you for two months. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get on with it. We've got a show to do. Toby, kick us off. Let's start the show. Uh, it's Monday evening. It's uh, just gone seven o'clock. It's time for Monday movies. Duncan Strip here with you, along with uh, Toby and Luke, here for an hour of film reviews and news. Looking suave and sophisticated, gentlemen. We've both had a haircut. Thank you. I think. Have you? I have. Oh well, you can't. Well, you can never tell with mine. It just always looks the same. But Toby, you yeah. have, haven't you? Uh, w- uh, not since I last got it cut. Oh, no. it's just look. You've just done something with it. I put a bit of uh, spray in it. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Fascinating radio. Uh, (laughs) Any listeners we did have at the start have now gone. Anyway, this is Monday Movies. Uh, If you want to get in touch, you can. Uh, You can email mondaymovies at wickhamsound.org.uk. We're on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, uh, Instagram, and... MySpace. I think I'm missing. And MySpace, that's it. Just search for Wickham Sound. If you want to watch us, we're live on our Facebook and YouTube channels. Hello, everybody. Looking fantastic. But we're going to start uh, this week, excitingly, with a competition. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. There's, thank you very much. There's a new film out in cinemas now. It's called Two by Two Overboard, the sequel to the film Two by Two. It's an animated film for kids uh, about uh, some castaway, misfit castaways who are adrift in a flood and they struggle to reunite an unorthodox family. Uh, and outrun a volcano and negotiate a peace deal on a creaking ark. Nice. It's better than it sounds. Trust me. It's very good. And we've got two goodie boxes to give away. If you go to our Facebook page, you can see the pictures of them. Uh, They're in nice little crates, and you get some masks of the characters in the films. Uh, A luar. I think that's what it's called, isn't it? Yes. The thing they put around your neck in Hawaii. A luar. Right. Yeah. Uh, Some colouring pencils and a T-shirt. Nice. And something what's, else. Like, what size? Well, children's size. Toby, it's a children's you, film, Toby. You can't, you can't win, win it. Uh, if you want to have a crack at winning, we've got two to give away, and we're going to give them away at the end of the show. You need to email in or WhatsApp your answer to a simple question. Uh, the email address is mondaymovies at wickhamsound.org.uk or WhatsApp your answer to 01494 Question very simply. One of the characters in the film is voiced by Tom Fletcher. <gasps> Which popular vocal group is he a member of? I know. Yes, but you can't oh, enter. Okay. That's uh, Tom Fletcher is a, a member of which band, and he voices one of the characters in the film. Email studio, uh, no, not studio. Monday movies at wickhamsound.org.uk or WhatsApp your answer to oh one four nine four double four double nine double zero. Two winners will be drawn at random at the end of the show. Um, Duncan. Uh, yes. When you count down from three, the the prizes will appear on on the stream if people are watching. Very exciting. Three, okay. two, one. Ooh, there they are. They look nice, look don't they? That. They're good. They do. Nice. They look lovely. Yeah. yeah. And it, I've just checked, Toby. It's definitely a small yeah, T-shirt. Yeah, definitely a small. Sorry. Sorry, Toby. <laughs> so, yeah. You That's can't. It. You can't have it. Yeah. I know. It's nice though. <laughs> good for kids. Mm. It looks very yeah. nice. Yeah. Very, very good for kids. Okay. Anyway, how are you two? Good, thank you. Yes. yes. Another Monday's here. 
Uh, yeah, another Monday's here, excitingly, and we're here for more Monday movies. Yeah. And uh, we've got reviews coming up of, amongst other things, American Murder, The Family Next Door, Rebecca, Borat, and Onwards. Nice. As well as many other things, because mm. we've all watched a few things. We've watched things. We we've watched yeah. things, for a change. Uh, would yeah. you like to start off with the top ten? No. What I thought... Oh, we, yeah, oh, okay. we will. Okay. Yeah, sorry. We will. I'm joking. Come <laughs> on. Of course we're going to have a top ten. Uh, this week's number ten, Bill and Ted Face the Music. Uh, good fun. It's a threequel to a film. Uh, so it's 25 years later. The annoying thing about the film is Keanu Reeves doesn't look like he's aged very much. <laughs> so annoying um, for you then? Yeah, because I think he's older than me. Right, okay. And he just looks the same as he did in the matrix virtually so it's very annoying but it's good it's good fun makes absolutely no sense bill and ted have to save the whole of the world uh, with a song nice. and they uh, they enlist their their daughters and wives to help as they travel through time uh, to do it uh, yeah it's daft it doesn't make any sense but it's good fun good nice uh this week's number nine onward Mr. Luke Davis, Hi. you've seen this. I have seen a film. Uh, so uh, Onward is about uh, two brothers and one of them who is called Ian. I if you say so. I, I haven't seen it. We'll go so with Ian. Um, it's his 16th birthday. Uh, their dad passed away when they were, well, before Ian was born. Um, and it's in a world that used to be um, all about magic uh, and then technology took over and magic sort of died uh for the 16th birthday uh there is a uh, a, a present that has been left to uh, ian and his brother bailey who's older than him uh that will be open when uh, ian is 16 or when they're both 16 so this is obviously now uh and it is a magical wand and uh, a spell and the spell is to bring back uh his uh their dad for 24 hours so that he can see both of them uh fully grown up and what well, I suppose to see what the world's like. Um, and uh, basically what, what happens is only half of him comes back and they go on a, an adventure to to get the other half. Does that sound about right? Right. Sounds about right. Good. Yep. Um, and it's it's very funny. It's sad in some... The ending is very sad. Um, mm -hmm. Very different for uh, a, a Disney film. The ending that you're expecting isn't what you kind of expected so it's very sad the ending um but yeah i i thoroughly enjoyed it i thought it was really really good another great animation by by disney uh and pixar obviously and i like i like the concept of the film as well the fact that it's it's a bit like our world by the fact that you know everything used to be steam powered and you know or hard, like hand labor hard labor hand labor i don't know what the word is i'm looking for nor do I. No. Let's go with, let's go with ha um, hard labour. Hard labour, yeah. And, hmm. uh, you know, but then technology took over and things do everything by themselves sometimes. Um, and I like the fact that, you know, it was all magic, but now technology's taken over. So I like the similarities. Um, so, yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, really enjoyed it. And I would give it oh. an eight. Oh, Ooh, yeah. high score. I uh, that is an eight from Luke for Onward, which is available to watch now on Disney+. Plus. Plus, mm. yes. Plus. Disney+, Plus, <laughs> as they Disney say in France. Plus. Do they? No. No, I didn't think they did. <laughs> well, uh, they must do. Disney+. Plus. Is that what the French translation of plus is? I think Plus is French for plus, yes. Hmm. Um, well, if Luke Cashman's watching, he'll shortly tell us. Uh, this week's <laughs> number eight is I Am Greta. 
Uh, I haven't seen that. Uh, it's not showing locally, I don't think. It's oh. a documentary about Greta Thunberg. Ah, okay. So I'm sure it's very interesting and very worthy. And let's say we like it okay. because we don't want to get the wrath of the uh, <laughs> no, climate changes. That's true. This week's number seven, Hocus Pocus. Apparently, this is the most successful re-release of the year. So oh, lots wow, of films have been re-released, uh, you know, Back to the Future, Indiana Star Jones, Wars. all the Rockies, the Star Wars have all been re-released. Hocus Pocus has been re-released just in time for Halloween, and it's become the most successful re-release. Uh, if you haven't seen it, it's a family comedy with Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and yeah. Kathy Najimy as three witches. I haven't seen it since it first came out, so no, I, I, I can't remember whether I like it or not. Uh, but if you do want to watch it and you don't want to go to cinema, I think it's available on Disney+. Plus. Uh, I guess it is available on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Or as they say in France, Disney+. Plus. <laughs> do they? Disney+. Uh, Plus. Uh, this week's number six, On the Rocks, Duncan. Oh, On the Rocks. I didn't realise I come into this so quickly. I'm not prepared. Okay, so this is a film. It's out in cinemas now, but it's also available on Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, it reunites the director, Sofia Coppola, with Bill Murray. Um, uh, he plays a, a very successful businessman. I don't, I never actually think you find out what he does, but right. he's just very rich and very successful. Uh, and he's trying to reconnect with his daughter. His daughter thinks that her husband is having an affair. She's happily married. She thinks she's happily married, live in a gorgeous loft apartment in New York, but she thinks her husband is having an affair. Uh, Bill Murray, uh, as a way to reconnect with his daughter and spend more time with her, decides that they should investigate and become like private detectives and follow her husband around uh, the city to find out he's having an affair. Uh, it's uh, it's a very likable film. Bill Murray is absolutely brilliant, as usual. He's great. Um it's like a love letter to New York. And it's it's strange watching these new films where they're set in cities where everyone's hugging and kissing and touching and streets are crowded. Yeah. It kind of looks odd. But uh, New York looks fantastic. It's very funny. I laughed out loud on multiple occasions. It's nice and short. It's only 90 minutes long. Um, yeah, it was a little treat. A little treat. Really, yeah. If you've got Apple TV+, Plus, it's well worth watching. It is showing uh, at the Empire Cinema in Wickham at the moment as well. Uh, out of 10... Uh, eight out of ten for Two that eights. one. Nice. Mm. That's very good. Uh, this week's number. What do we go up to? Seven. Let's go yeah. to seven. No, no, we won't. Six. Five. Oh. Cats and dogs. Pause. Unite. Uh, I haven't Toby. seen it, but I. Oh. What? I think you haven't seen. <laughs> no, it. I, haven't. I haven't seen it. I predict it's awful. The mm. first two are terrible. I oh. can't see this one being any better. I like the fact that because the cinemas have nothing out, that IMAX on their Facebook are promoting this film. And yeah, I mean, I, in I, a normal year, they would not promote this film as their Facebook header. Yeah, I, I don't think you need to see Cats and Dogs uh, on an IMAX screen, no. to be honest. Uh, in fact, I'm pretty sure none of it was filmed in IMAX. So Brilliant. No. There we go. But they've got nothing to show. No, that's very mm. true. Uh, yeah. This week's number four, After We Collided. Which I still haven't seen. Uh, it's still doing really well. It's the One Direction fan fiction oh, based right. film yeah. about Harry Styles with um, Hero Finds Tiffin in the lead role, who is, I think he's related to Rafe Finds. Ah, I think. You think. You're not and sure. he played Tom Riddle in uh, Harry yes. Potter. Yes. Right. Yes, when he was a little kid. So, yeah, not seen it. It hasn't got a good review anywhere. I can't find a good review about it anywhere. But oh. it's a sequel to a film called After. Uh, this one's called After We Collided. And there's another one coming out very soon. After We Collided, the end? After We the I don't know, the, the aftermath collided? or something. Like I don't that, know. Yeah. But yes, yeah, there's another one coming out. 
who I knew the One I, Direction I, fan fiction could be so popular? I think he knew. Um, I've just checked. Uh, yeah. We both gave Onwards 8. Oh, well, there we go. Look at that. Look at, Look that. at you with your... That was ages ago I gave yeah, it an 8, wasn't it? You go, what, did you keep them in alphabetical order? Date order? How are you... <laughs> how are you I just use my eyes. You're not doing it on a spreadsheet, are you? Because we know with track and trace what can happen when you're using a large spreadsheet. <laughs> I, I am using it on a spreadsheet. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. There's only 25 have... entries, though, so far. Yeah, but have you backed up? I have backed up, yeah. Good. I'm right. using the latest <laughs> version as well. Excellent. Uh, this week's number three, St. Maud? St. Maud. How is that difficult for you to say? St. Maud. St. Maud. St. Maud. Which... <laughs> which I need to go and watch again because I didn't particularly like it. Mm. And everyone who's seen it raves about it. It's got five-star reviews across the board. Isn't that just it, normal for you, though? Well, I don't know. I, I can't believe I'm that out of sync that, that nobody is... Shut up. <laughs> that nobody is disliking it. It is about a, a nurse in Wales. She's a palliative care nurse. Uh, something has happened with her previous uh, patient that... It's kind of hinted out at the start. She goes to work for uh, a, a dancer choreographer who is uh, suffering with terminal cancer to be her palliative care nurse. And she seems to think she has been sent by either God or the devil to um, to help this woman get to the other side. Right. Um, I didn't find it scary. I found it dragged, even though it was less than 90 minutes long. I just didn't get it. Oh. <clears throat> and yet everybody mm. else has. I think you need so, to rewatch it. I think I do because everybody is raving about it. Mm. So, mm. yeah. But it's St. Maud. Uh, it's doing very well. Unless mm. you're Duncan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this <laughs> week's number two, Michael Ball and Alfie Bow back together. How exciting is that? Yeah. You're not a fan? It's not a film though, is it? It's a, it's a, re- a recording of their concert, I'm guessing. Yeah. 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 That has been talk. re-released, I think. Yeah, because they're not doing it now. No, no. Because <laughs> Michael Ball's just itching to get that dress on and get into hairspray, isn't he? That's yeah, what but he's, he's going, waiting to he's do. He's going into Les Mis before he does that now. <laughs> yes, I know, yeah. I know. One more okay. day. <laughs> <laughs> one day more, but never mind. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and uh, surprising for nobody, this week's number one, Tenet. Oh, thank goodness. Toby can talk. <laughs> um, I, I, I say this every week. I need to see it again because uh, a lot of my friends weren't too keen on it. Um, but I thought it was... <gasps> I, don't, I, I don't believe you've told us that before. Yeah, I've, I've probably really? said that for about four or five weeks now. I do? Oh, okay. Oh, really? Oh, oh, I thought you were being sarcastic. No, I didn't. I don't remember you saying that you've got lots of friends who didn't like it. <laughs> I, I no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember you saying you had friends, Toby. <laughs> but, um, I, I mean, I quite enjoyed it. Uh, it was a great cinema film. Um, I thought the acting was really good. Um, I it's just very visually amazing. Mm. Um, it is confusing. Uh, there are times where you're you're trying to the, the conversation um, between the characters is very quick, and you don't always get everything they're saying. Um, and there are parts of the story where you're trying to piece it together. But overall, I I, I enjoyed this film. I thought it was I thought it was quite good. Duncan, so. your your thoughts on it? I think they're pretty much the same. I'm pretty sure Toby's thoughts on the film are getting slightly worse every week. What? I'm pretty sure you were re- quite positive about it at the start. Well, and now well, after eight weeks, you're going, yeah, I quite liked it. It was all right. Well, yeah, it's, it's probably because it's been eight weeks. Um, <laughs> and a lot's happened in eight weeks. And I can't really, I mean, I can remember it, but I can't, it's not as fresh in my mind. Um, okay. But it's, uh, it's not my favourite film of the year. I'll, I'll, put, I'll say it that way. What's your favourite film of the year? 1917. 
Crikey, was that this year? That was January, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was. Oh, that year, yeah. feels like years ago exactly. when yeah. that was out. Yeah, yeah oh, okay. That's, uh, but that's, that's, on Amazon, that's Amazon now, about, Prime. now available yeah. on Amazon, yeah. Yes, available free on Amazon yeah. Prime. Okay, so that is Tenet. It's number one. Uh, we've got reviews coming up of Rebecca, American Murder, The Family Next Door, and Borat 2. Yes. What's the competition details again if people have just tuned in? Just leading up to that, oh. actually. Yes, we've got two boxes of goodies from the film, uh, two by two onwards. No. Overboard. Yep. Two by two overboard to give away. Uh, to be in for with a chance of winning, just email your answer to this question. That's the email. Tom Fletcher is one of the voices in the film. Which pop group is he a member of? So you can either email to studio at wickhamsound.org.uk or uh, text, not text, what's it, WhatsApp your answer on 01494 That question again, Tom Fletcher is a member of which musical bands? Do you know, Luke? I know. Just ring Luke and he'll tell. Ring me. Yeah, ring, ring Luke, Luke and he will tell you. <laughs> Sounds all right, doesn't it? Sounds very good. Soundtrack. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's no Monday movies. Is that, is that because you, she was just very mean to Monday movies before you went on air? Yeah, she yeah, was. Yeah. She's got no right to be. No, I know. Honestly. Uh, welcome back to Monday Movies here on Wickham Sound 106.6 FM. Uh, that competition question again. Uh, Tom Fletcher is a member of which band for your chance to win a 2 by 2 overboard goodie box? Either email your answer to stud- uh, mondaymovies at wickhamsound.org.uk or WhatsApp your answer to 01494 and we'll give them away at the end of the show. Very nice. You want to win it, don't you, Luke? I, I do, yes, but I can't. Not allowed. It's against the no, rules. This is against all the rules and regulations. Yeah. Ofcom will be on our back if we did that. Uh, some reviews then, shall we? Let's do some reviews. Let's kick off with uh, An American Murder, The Family Next Door, which myself and Mr. Luke Davis have watched. Hi. Uh, hi. This is a story of... Th- well, it's, it's not a story, sorry. It's a true story. It's a documentary. Uh, it's a story of 38-year-old Shanann Watts and her two youngest daughters who disappear one day in Colorado. Uh, her husband, Chris, is um, devastated and can't work out where they are and wants to find out. The police get involved uh, and it makes headlines around the world. I just wanted, if I could, but I don't know where if I've got it, the klaxon because we're going to have to... Spoil it! no way of talking about this really without spoiling it no. so if you haven't watched it uh turn off for about two minutes while we spoil it so sorry toby we're going to spoil this for you That's not okay. that you're gonna you wouldn't watch this toby because i think it would freak you out just a bit too much yeah yeah i'm, I'm weird about documentaries like this that. would freak you out it's, so this was a yeah. true story which according to andy made headlines around the world i don't remember nope. anything about it but there we go uh what makes it interesting is uh, there are no talking heads. There is no voiceover. Nope. Uh, there are no reenactments. The whole story is told via either webcams, um, security cameras, um, cameras that the police have on their um, uniforms when they're going out to um, investigate. And a huge chunk of it is told uh, because she basically lived her life via Facebook. So it's told via Facebook videos and um pictures it's a bit like searching it's like searching but real life yeah so what happens is and spoilers here mm-hmm. well no the, the first thing is her husband seems like a perfectly nice yeah loving caring husband you see all the videos of him playing with the kids um being with the family and he, he just seems like a perfectly normal person who wants to find out where his mm. wife has gone when the police come around there the first time he's like i don't understand she's left her wedding ring here she's left her phone she never goes anywhere without these things i I don't understand where is she turns out 
He's killed them all. Yeah. And oh he's gosh. just he's just lying for months and going on TV saying, if you're listening to this, please come home. I want you know, I want you back. What was annoying for me was it was called an American murder, because halfway through I was thinking, oh, maybe they've been kidnapped. Maybe they're maybe they're, they're hiding somewhere. And I thought, oh no, it's called an American, American murder. murder yeah. They're obviously dead. So yeah, and what it proves is, you know, in a film where the killer is always the slightly creepy, slightly weird looking mm. guy, this just proves that in real life, murderers look like the guy next door yeah. and could be just the loving husband and father that you go for a beer with sometimes yeah. and the last 20 minutes happy monday when, everybody happy monday <laughs> and the last 20 minutes when he's in the police uh interview room being questioned and he actually explains well he tells his dad first doesn't he tells he? his dad yeah. yeah and he's crying while he's explaining what he did Oof. i found the last 20 minutes incredibly unnerving yeah and I've thought about it a lot since then. Oh, it's, really? It's a what very, do you think, Luke? It's the, so the shot is is a, a CCTV camera um, in the the interview room, and it you don't see his face. You see a side profile of his dad and him, uh, sort of at the head of the table in this interviewing thing. And his dad comes in. Um, and was he, he? I can't remember why his dad came in. He just did he just come in, didn't he? I think. I think, although it's never stated, I think the police probably let him in because they thought he was going to. Right. Because before his dad comes in, I think the female police officer is saying to him, now's the time, you know, yes, you know, great. you want to tell us. Yeah. And the next scene is the father in there with him. So I think they probably thought he might spill the beans if we get yeah. his father in. So his, yeah. his dad's like, come on, what, if, what, what actually happened? And he just something sort of just clicks and he just goes on on this story about the horrific things that happened on that, on that, when it happened. And you just sort of, they're sat there going, what, why? Just how, how it's just, and his dad obviously is just like shocked and also, but knows that he's done wrong, but wants to support him as well. And, you're seeing, you know, someone telling this story, what happened, and his dad fighting with, you know, how to, you know, react, basically. Mm. Uh, it is, yeah, it's very, very weird. It is. It's very, it's disturbing. Mm. Even though you don't see anything. I mean, you don't see any bodies. No. You don't see any violent um, acts no, taking but place. He's describing. It's just, yeah, it's just yeah. very, very disturbing. And the other thing is, he's, the reason he did it, was so that he could go and live with his new girlfriend, yeah. his mistress. And I was like, you could have just left them. Yeah. And part of me was thinking, and this is terrible. Okay, all right. The, the, wife, the wife you want to get rid of, but why the children? Yeah. I mean, they were like five or six year old girls. They were younger they than were, that. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. And it's like, just, so the only reason he did it was so that he could go and live with his mistress. He, and I'm like, you could have just left. Yeah. He can't, he can't be right in the head. Can he? But the, he seemed like, yeah. No, but, but you or me. doing doing that and then literally standing and saying, you know, please, if anyone knows anything, you, you know, you can't be. I don't know. I, the, the mind plays wonder, like weird and wonderful tricks on when when it's pushed into these situations. Um, I think <clears throat> one of the police officers said said something along those lines. You know, they've had it before when things like this have happened, and they haven't, you know, dragged on for months. But you know, for the, like the first couple of hours your brain kind of forgets what happens and you have like mm. this whole story cover story 
And the strange then, thing is, right at the start, they, when when they find out they're missing, they go to the, the police, take him to his neighbor's house mm. because his neighbor has got CCTV so yeah. they can see if they can see anything. And after uh, the, the, the husband leaves, the police are left with the neighbor and the neighbor is saying something dodgy. He's acting really strange. And we've yeah. been watching it thinking, he's not been acting strange, yeah. but obviously the neighbor knew him really well. And he yeah. said, yeah, something's up. He's acting really weird. Yeah. He's done something. Yeah. So the neighbor knew, right? You know, the neighbor always does. <laughs> Neighbors always Twitching know. the curtain. The yeah. neighbor always knows. Neighbor always knows. I, I think the thing with documentaries is that I think it's the, literally the power of storytelling. Mm. Like, like what you said, there was no pictures or videos or anything. It was just him describing what had happened. And I think that, has made an imprint on your mind yeah. more than maybe a yes. picture would. I don't think you should watch it, Toby. No, I think no. not, it would freak you out. I, yeah, I'm it. I'm weird. I, I just we know they, <laughs> they um stuff like that really does just sit with me and and does play on my mind a lot. I don't know why, but um yeah, it really does. Yeah, yeah. I think it's because I know it's true. I think it's because yes. I know yeah. it's real. Yes. Maybe that kind of plays in my head. I don't know. Uh, it's a very short documentary as well, so it won't take you that. It's less than an hour and a half yeah. long, so uh, worth watching. Luke, out of ten, it's a hard thing to rate, really. Yeah, oh, yeah I was going to yeah, say I, it's it's the way they did it is very good, but obviously it's a horrific story. Um, but I mean, the way that they 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 did it, I mean, it was very you know well cut together. It was well very well put together. So uh, probably a, an eight, probably. Oh snap! Yeah. Snap. Two eights. Two eights. All there the eights so, tonight. Uh, don't watch it if you're of a nervous disposition, yeah. but if you like true crime, it's called uh, An American Murder, The Family Next Door, uh, and it's available on Netflix. Yes. Yes. Don't watch it, Toby. Let's talk about something cheery. Thank you. Let's talk about something else. Let's talk about Rebecca. Okay. This be well. <laughs> also on Netflix. So, Luke, you've watched this. Toby, you haven't. No, I have. I've seen which is which is good because uh, Duncan during drive time went. So what have you watched? Uh, what about Rebecca? And I went. I think I guess he couldn't even remember watching. I'll oh, see so both in. Okay, so Rebecca, yes. this is a new version of the classic Daphne du Maurier um, story, previously filmed, almost famously filmed by Alfred Hitchcock, mm-hmm. uh, starring Laurence Olivier. It stars uh, Lily James as um, oh, I've forgotten her name, Mister Winter. No, that's not her name. That's when she gets married. Oh. I've forgotten what name. What, anyway, she, she's playing a lady's companion uh, who, who are in the south of France, and she's uh, looking after a lady uh, when she bumps into Army Hammer as Maxim de Winter. He is there after he's lost his wife. Uh, they meet. They become friendly. They fall in love. They get married. Oh. And he takes her back to England to live in his country mansion by the sea. Uh, called Mandalay, uh, which is being looked after by Kristen Scott Thomas's Mrs. Danvers. Now, Mrs. Danvers doesn't like a newcomer because she liked the first Mrs. De Winter, who was called Rebecca. Uh, so Lily James spends the time trying not to get on Mrs. Danvers' nerves and trying to work out exactly what happened to Rebecca and why uh, she's held in such high esteem by Mrs. Danvers. Correct? Yes. Yep. I'm going to have to start with Toby because I think I know what Luke's going to say. Toby. Uh, First, firstly, before you say it, can I just say what's really odd, and we'll talk about him later, is that it's directed by Ben Wheatley, Mm. who made Sightseers, High Rise, Kill List. So he's famous for making low-budget, grimy British horror thrillers. Mm. So this is this is this is a huge step up for him because it's a budget that he's never worked with before, huge stars, and not a genre that he's 
used to. And he was announced recently he's doing uh, Meg Don't 2. spoil the film news, Toby. <laughs> um, it's... Uh, where do I start? It's... Um, so it's got a few people out of Downton Abbey in it, and it's got a few people... And it's got the guy out of Mr. Selfridge in it. Um, and it... I think the, the storyline is... Uh, it's good, although I kind of... I kind of saw it coming. Um, well, not the end end, but without ruining it. But it was... There, there's a, are we doing spoilers or not? No, okay. Try not well, to for this one. Okay, okay. So the woman, um, there, she's looking after a, a sick woman um, at the beginning. And when she meets this gentleman and, um, you know, she's run, starting to run off with him, the woman that she's looking after says, like, you know... She, he's not going to love you and and you know you're not you're not right for each other kind of thing and i knew i just had a feeling even i wasn't i didn't like her as a character the woman saying this because she wasn't very nice i knew that there was some truth in that and i knew deep down that that i i don't want to believe her but i think she's right kind of thing um but yeah it's overall it's not really my film like it's not really my kind of film period drama with a bit of a twist yeah, i don't know not really my thing um, and I'll cut to the chase. Overall, it, it it started and I was like, okay. And then it started going somewhere and I was like, okay, there's something, you know, there's a mystery behind this. Didn't like the ending at all, if I'm honest. Um, okay. And I've just looked it up. So I've just looked it up to see out of interest what it got. It's got six out of 10 on IMDb, which I probably agree with. Maybe a, maybe a bit of five. Yeah. It's got 46% on Metacritic. And forty five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So, yeah, you probably... do research. Yeah. <laughs> no, isn't it so um, <laughs> overall, I'm going to be a bit biased because it's not really my type of film. But I think, um, I mean, the acting was great. The characters were good. Um, yeah, I just didn't like the ending. And uh, yeah, I'd probably give it five out of ten. Okay, I'll go. I'll go next. So we got a, a sandwich of opinions between. You know the two negatives because I'm pretty sure Luke's going to be a negative. Uh, I I really enjoyed it. I thought it was too. It's a Netflix film, so it's too long. They they all it was too, it was a all, bit too long as well. All yeah. too long. Uh, I I obviously knew the story because I've seen the original uh, film with uh, Sir Lawrence Olivier. I've read the book by Daphne du Maurier. Uh, I like the ending of this because it's stuck to the ending of the book, whereas the original film back in the 1950s uh, changed it for for obvious reasons. Um, I thought it looked fantastic. The acting was really good. Um, the thing that annoyed me most about the whole film was that the interior of the house obviously did not match the exterior. No. The, the exterior of the house just mm. was not big enough to contain the sets when, that were inside. When, when was it set? Sorry. I was trying to... Uh, 1940s, I think? Yeah. I was Something yeah, like that. Okay. Um, I mean, and had it just been directed by someone I didn't know, I would give it a higher mark. But because it's written by Ben Wheatley and, uh, sorry, directed by Ben Wheatley and written by Jane Goldman, uh, Jonathan Ross's wife who wrote Kick-Ass uh, and um, something else, uh, the Stardust. Yes, yeah, Stardust. Great um, I expected it not to be quite so conventional. Mm. And what you get mm. is a very conventional... Um, period drama if it had been in black and white it would look like it would be made in the 1950s mm. but i just thought but i still liked it because i liked the story and i knew you know there was no surprises i knew exactly what was going to happen so i really liked it out of 10 eight wow 
Nice. Here we go, Mr. Luke Davis. Now, here's the thing. Mr. Davis. I, I can't really remember what happens in this film. Um, <laughs> uh, I've, I've watched it because I looked on Netflix, uh, and I remember it, it looking uh, very nice. And look, look, I agree with you, Duncan, that things inside obviously don't go in that house. No. Um, nice. Uh, but I can't really remember what happened. So I think that possibly says more. Were you drunk when you watched it? <laughs> I don't know if I fell asleep, maybe, <laughs> while I was watching it. I'm not sure. I can remember Lily James being in it. Right. Um, yeah. I'm I, starting to worry about you. I would. <laughs> Do we need to send a doctor around? <laughs> I think so, possibly. I'm thinking that I may have fallen asleep while this, yeah, I think you, this yeah. film was on. Yeah, um, I don't think we can take your opinion no. or Mark's. It looked nice. Film. Lily James was in it. She's great. Yeah, no Mark from you. Well done. No, okay, good. <laughs> It'd have been easier for you to just say, I haven't watched it. No, I know. Wouldn't it? Yeah, a it would lot have. easier. Uh, okay, that is Rebecca. It's um, out now on Netflix. Don't fall asleep. No, don't, don't fall asleep. Don't make films two hours long. Watch it on a Sunday afternoon. It's a Sunday afternoon film. Yeah. yeah. Mm. That's Put it, it on is. when Downton should be on. Yeah. Instead of yeah. Downton Abbey, put that on. Yeah. And I think for that, that audience, sorry, I was just going to say, for that audience, I think they'll really like it. But just for me personally, it just wasn't. I don't know. Well, well, Downton Abbey links nicely now because Toby can tell us about uh, season two of The Boys. <laughs> is that, hang on, I haven't actually seen Downton, so is there anyone out of Downton? That's in oh, the I see. I'll tell you who it is after you, you do you tell us what you thought about The Boys. Okay. Um, so, Luke, uh, have you seen this? Because I really would love to see your opinion on <gasps> Here's it. Here's the problem. I, okay. I watched... He fell asleep. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I watched the first couple of episodes of series one <laughs> and i re- i just couldn't get into it but the problem is i keep seeing the trailers for both one and two and going oh that, it looks really good right uh, do you know what it's funny when i first started watching the first season it did take me a few episodes mm. and i think because it's so different to anything i've yeah. ever seen uh i really wasn't sure whether i liked it or not but then once you get it and once you do get into it you're in yeah um so if I had any advice, maybe try again or, or stick with it. But, yeah. it, you know, it will, when will things start happening, it. you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, As is it's... your advice, Toby, I'll take it. It's not Duncan's. <laughs> but, um, of course. Of course. <laughs> I think it's a very relevant series at the moment um, just to do with society. You know, it's all about ego and, and self-esteem and politics and corporate. I, I love, uh, quickly, it's just a... It's a Marvel superhero film, but flipped, like turned on its head. Yeah. It's it's superheroes who work for this company that are run, um, and the public think they're you know superheroes. They think they're these amazing people that save the world. Well, actually, it's not like that at all, really. Um, and I think the characters are amazing. I think the guy who plays Homeland, I really want to watch him in a in an interview because um, well, you see, Australian, what, isn't he? I, is he? Wow, yes. I didn't know. He's an amazing actor, um, and he's a character who loves himself so much. And it just, you know, I. Anyway, so the first season really enjoyed it. Um, second season, I think I enjoyed it more than the first season. Wow, okay. um, I think it's because you know your character, you know the characters better. You must have um, got that, gone through that very quickly because it's only been out not very it, long. It, well, I watched it with my friend in, in a week. Wow, this okay. week, uh, last week, sorry. I did about three episodes a night or whatever. Wow. And I, yeah, it's, um, 
it picks up when it, where it left off and it and it ties up a few loose ends. Um, and I think the acting's amazing. There's sea bombs being dropped everywhere. Oh yeah, this literally. comes with like graphic warnings of violence, nudity, it, it, and that's yeah, just the first yeah, episode. So violent, so violent. I mean, there's fa- I'm not kidding. There's faces getting ripped off, mm. um, and they yeah, heads in half and everything. So yeah. it's if you don't like, if you're a bit squeamish maybe maybe not for you but overall you know without ruining it it's it's left us on a cliffhanger which me and duncan i'm sure will talk about um i haven't seen i haven't seen the last episode oh i'm i'm Sorry, yeah i've I got one no i've got one episode to oh, go. yeah you okay so, yes but i yeah. i agree i'm 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 absolutely loving it and the downton abbey uh, connection is when bill butcher's mum turns up it happens to be mrs patmore and one of right. the, who okay. is if you've watched Downton Abbey, she's mm. the the cook, mm. and one of the first words out of her mouth is the sea bomb, which yeah. I think <laughs> of, of all the violence, gore, everything that's in it that's shocking, the sex, the violence, the gore, the thing that shocked me most was when Mrs. Patmore dropped the sea bomb. I lost it. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. There's um. Well, okay. Well, Duncan, you and me will have a. Uh, I'm very excited to see how you think about the last episode because a lot happens. But um. Good. Overall, I think it's such a great series. It, it really does. It's like nothing I've ever seen. And it, you know, the idea of superheroes working for a corporate organisation, I think, is just such a great idea. It covers a lot of, of topics that's going on at the moment. Uh, the acting is incredible. The the characters, you know, you hate some, you love some. And um, I, you know, I I can't binge watch stuff quickly. And I've literally watched this in four days, I think. Wow, so, that's um, impressive. High so, praise indeed. Yeah. So high praise, and cool. I think they've just announced season there is, three. Yeah, there's going to be a season three. So, so um, cool. I'm very looking forward to that. But yeah. Excellent. Nice. nice. Uh, <laughs> welcome back to Monday Movies here on Wickham Sound. A reminder of the competition. Uh, we've got two goodie boxes for two by two overboard to give away. Uh, just answer this simple question. Tom Fletcher, who voices one of the characters in the film, is a member of which band? You can email mondaymovies at wickhamsound.org.uk or WhatsApp your answer to 01494 Nice. Thank you very much. Nice. We have some... Nice. Nice. <laughs> uh, so we have some more film reviews yeah. and then a little bit of film news. Uh, very Still. quickly, let's just uh, cross this one off the list. Hubie Halloween. This is Adam Sandler's new comedy on Netflix. He plays uh, yes. Hubie. Who you were lives excited in... for this. Who lives in the... Was I? Yes. I, I remember... I'm, uh, hang on. No. Was it this film? I don't no, think so. Absolutely not. Uh, there's another Halloween film that you were really looking forward to, and I wasn't sure about it. What yeah. was that? Halloween? No, no, no. It was a comedy. It was a comedy. Right. Okay, we'll, we'll think about that. Moving on. Uh, Hubie Halloween. Adam Sander plays Hubie, a character in the town of Salem, uh, a, a convicted murderer in a prison nearby who killed people at Halloween, escapes, and he's in the town disguised trying to kill people. I didn't even get to the end this was one of the most annoying obnoxious things i mean adam sandler in uncut gems which is a netflix film is phenomenal and deserved an oscar i really need to watch that in this he is possibly the most annoying person i've ever seen in a film he gives himself a speech inflection which makes him sound really weird in fact half the time i couldn't understand what he was saying the jokes are basically just people falling over and getting hit with things it is dreadful 
Okay. There you go. Don't watch. It is absolutely dreadful. If you want to watch something, you know, watch Hocus Pocus. If you want something funny uh, for Halloween, watch Hocus Pocus on Disney Plus. Don't watch Hubie Halloween. Out of ten, one. Wow. Can I give something zero? Yeah. Why not? No, I'll give it one because there was one funny line by a famous actor in it. There's, by the way, there's <laughs> loads of famous people in it who just turn up to give one line, right, one line. Okay. But oh my god, it is dreadful. Okay. Tempted, tempted to watch it? No. I think no? I think when COVID's over and I was catching up with someone I haven't seen for years, I'll probably put it on the background. But. Yeah, don't. It's terrible. That's Hubie Halloween. Hang on, well, hang on, Toby. You put stuff on in the background if you're catching up with people. Well, no, it's boring. <laughs> so if you go around well, no, his I'm house, you'll talking... say, "Oh, do you want to chat? Let me just put the telly." <laughs> <laughs> no, no. The, the, the point is because obviously you don't need to pay yeah. attention because yeah. Yeah, most people would put music on, but okay. anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, the other end of the scale, though, on um, Netflix, I was going to say Virgin. Then I don't know why. I tell you why I was going to say Virgin is on Netflix is the forty-year-old version. So right. not the forty-year-old Virgin. It's the forty-year-old version. This is a film written, directed, and starring uh, Rada Blank who is a black comic and American comic and actress. She plays a kind of version of herself, um, a, a playwright her blank. No, what's her second name? A blank. Yeah, it's a joke, don't worry. Don't worry. I, I don't understand That's how that. that joke worked. Blank. Luke? No, There's nothing there. Move, move on. No. Move on. Anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 That failed. Yeah. Thank goodness you write songs and not comedy. <laughs> uh, she plays a fictionalised version of herself. She's a playwright. She was one of um, Time magazine's 30 under 30 to watch, but time has gone on. She hasn't had the hit she needs. She's approaching 40. She finds herself teaching theatre to underprivileged kids in New York. She suddenly discovers that she could use some of her playwriting skills to write rap lyrics and decides she's going to become a, a rap star. At the same time, she's being courted by a producer to uh, write a version of a play for him, which would mean going against everything she believes in and sort of being commercial when she doesn't want to be. It sounds pretty dull, but it's not. It's really funny. It's really well acted. It's filmed in black and white, uh, which makes it look like um, Woody, Allen, Woody Allen's Manhattan. Okay. Um, so it's all filmed in New York, and it looks absolutely oh, beautiful. Yuck black and white photography you'd appreciate it luke after your three years of film and That's tv i mean i'd never heard of rada blank before but she's she she is really good and i say she wrote this directed it and she stars in it uh, and it's well worth watching it's a netflix film so of course it's two hours three Four minutes days long, long? Oh, okay didn't need to be could have been 90 minutes uh but i highly recommend it especially for you toby because of the musical aspect of it okay yeah, okay. it's very good. It's called the forty-year-old version. I'm, I'm, I, nice. I kind of feel like Netflix say if you want to make a film, you have to make it over two hours and ten minutes long. Yeah. No, I think most filmmakers want to make long films, and studios say no, we need to get as many showings as possible, yeah. so make, keep it under two hours. Whereas Netflix just say, here's some money, go yeah, make a film, it. go for it. <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah, just go for it. Yeah, forty-year-old version. It's on Netflix now. And, and and now and another yeah. series that is on apple tv plus if anyone's got apple tv plus there's not a lot on there no more or less than mm. disney Original um, stuff, though. probably less wow because they That's did animation 
Okay. This is original animation on Disney Plus. Yeah. Um, one thing I would recommend though is Defending Jacob. It's an eight-part uh, series. It stars Chris, not Pine, Pratt, not Pratt, Hemsworth, Hemsworth. not Hemsworth, Captain America, Evans, Evans. Thank you. It stars Chris Evans and Michelle Dockery from Downton Abbey. And they play the uh, parents of uh, the titular Jacob. He's a student in a school. Uh, his dad, played by Chris Evans, is the state prosecutor. One of the kids at school is found murdered in the woods. He's given the case. And then it turns out that his son is the prime suspect in the case. And how um, he, he, he... how he. Oh uh, yes, son. I've seen the trailers uh, for this. It's very good. It's like a. It's based on a novel, and you can tell because it kind of plays like a novel. It's it's very well made. It's all directed by the same person, Morton Helmer, I think his name is, who directed Headhunters and Trollhunter. Um, so it looks beautiful. The act is fantastic, and it has a very ambiguous ending, which is rather disturbing. Is it a page turner? It would be if it's a book. It, yes, I was tempted to look for the book now because it it was that good. It's very good. It's called Defending Jacob and uh, eight episodes all on Apple TV+. Plus. I've seen the trailer and it did look very good. Yeah, it yeah. is. It's enjoyable. Good. Anything else? Uh... Click. No, you've not watched anything else. You do have you. So uh, that leaves us with Borat. Yes. Borat 2. The big or thing of the week. Borat subsequent movie film. Yeah. As, as it is called. I think it's a bit... It's the, it's the film that's got the most uh, press. Yeah. Mm. Put it that way. And we've so left thanks laughed. for both... So thanks for both watching it. Um, so this uh, is the follow-up film to the 2006, the first one was. Wow. That's 14 years ago. So for the last 14 years, uh, television journalist Borat has been in a labour camp because he brought disrespect to the Kazakhstan people. Uh, but he's taken out of the camp and instructed by the leader of the country, he has to go to America because the new president of America, Donald Trump, is making friends with all the dictators around the world except them. Right. So they want him to go over there and encourage Donald Trump to befriend the Kazakhstan president. He's going to take a monkey as a present... But when he gets to America and opens the crate that had the monkey in, he finds his daughter, or he doesn't call her his daughter, he calls her his non-male son, uh, is, is, is stowed away in the crate and she has eaten the monkey. So he's now stuck with his daughter in America and he decides she would be a great present for Donald Trump. He can't get to Donald Trump, so he decides she's the present for uh, Mike Pence. So you've got the scene that you've seen in the trailer yeah. on the news where he car he's carrying her over his shoulder into the um, convention. And it's much the same as the first one. It's Borat and his daughter. Obviously, his daughter's not in the first one, but it's him and her going around and embarrassing people, really. And the big mm. target's there. So Mike Pence and Rudy, Gi Rudy Giuliani is the big one because that's the one in the news where mm. he's caught, caught with his hand down his trousers while, after the interview with the daughter is finished. Because by the end of the film... His daughter has become an interviewer for an American TV station. Right. And she's interviewing Rudy Giuliani. And at the end, he's kind of touching her suggestively, lying back on the bed with his hands down his trousers, which he claims was to get rid of the microphone after the interview had finished. But if you watch it, it's obviously not. <laughs> and the big targets that he hits are understandable and they are quite funny. It's the smaller ones that don't make sense. So they hire a babysitter who's a perfectly nice black American lady to babysit this grown-up daughter. Mm. 
and then they make her look silly for right. no apparent reason. They go into right. a gun store to buy a gun and they make right. him look silly. Yeah. They go to a doctor for an abortion and they make the doctor look silly. And I didn't understand why they needed to do those yeah. bits. So yeah. even though it's only short, it's an hour and 40 minutes long, I think, it feels Which very flabby. Netflix. Mm. Okay, no, because it's Amazon. Now, it's one hour, 35 minutes. And even at that length, it feels quite flabby. I giggled a couple of times. You giggled? But <laughs> I didn't laugh out loud. I remember belly laughing in the right. first one when I saw it at the cinema. It, it mm. does seem like it's been it's been made and brought out for a reason at this oh, time. Oh yeah, he wanted it he wanted it released before the election. Yeah. <clears throat> Donald Trump's done himself no favors favors because he's actually brought attention to it because just this week in the news he's saying that um Sasha Baron Cohen is an idiot. So he's giving oh, him yeah, free publicity. True, yeah. mm. So yes, it's been brought out for a reason, but the targets are a bit too easy. The big targets mm. are too easy, and the little targets are slightly pointless. Yeah. Mm. So, all in all, a missed opportunity. I've I've pretty much seen reviews along the. I mean, Borat isn't my favourite film, <coughs> and the second one, when I've seen the trailers, because you know it's been everywhere. Um, mm. Again, haven't not really done anything for me, um, and then reading the reviews, no. a bit like, yeah, okay, so. You're kind of just making a political statement, really. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, and the fact is, he can't do it anymore because everybody knows who Borat is. Mm. Yeah. So, one of the first scenes is him, is him walking down a street in New York and people actually coming up and asking for an autograph. Yeah. So, that's why the rest of the film is. Bo- so, it's Sasha Baron Cohen disguised as Borat, disguised as something else. Right. Right. So, most of the film isn't actually Borat, it's Borat in a costume as somebody else. Right. Right. So, yeah. You're going to ask me? Out of ten, I was trying to work out what you were going five. to five. Five. Wow. Oh dear, that's not good. Not great. No, no. I was really looking forward to it. It's very disappointing. But make your own mind up. It's on Amazon Prime now. That's uh, Borat Two. Just seeing if uh, what the film news. Yes, sorry. Look just... like you're writing down. No, I was just seeing what other people have given it. There's uh, IMDb giving it seven out of ten. Um, other people have given it about six. No one is no one as bad as you yet. Josh Josh Gad says it's the funniest thing he's seen all year. Well, is there anything else being that funny out? He needs to get out more. I was going to say, yeah, lots of things, lots of things. things. Anyway, two bits of film news for you. Here we go. Uh, Ben Wheatley, who's directed Rebecca, you spoiled this already, haven't you, Luke? For some reason, so Rebecca was a strange one for him to take. Mm. Because mm. it, it's not in his wheelhouse. Next up, he's directing the Tomb Raider sequel. Yeah. Which, again, is That's, not something yeah. you'd expect him to directing. Terrible. And after that, he's directing The Meg 2 with Jason Statham. Jason Statham. So what mm-hmm. I think has happened is he's fed up of making these small British indie films and making no money. Hollywood have offered him a shed load. Yeah. And he said, well, I might as well do it because I've got to pay the bills. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. So he's making The Meg 2 after he's made... Uh, Tomb Raider 2. I mean, I, ca- I can't remember what you said about The Meg, but I... It was all right. Yeah. I'm yeah. surprised there's a two. <coughs> yeah. Is this, is this Jason Statham fighting a shark? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's a the one. giant right. shark. Okay. Yes. okay. But, yeah. So that will be out probably in two years' time. In 2045. <laughs> and the final piece of film news, which is quite interesting, mm. even mm. though I do say so myself, the producer, the makers of Bond... Mm. Apparently considered selling to a streaming platform. Have you, and they've announced which pri- ones as well. 
Yeah, for the pri- pri- princely sum of, I think it's $600 million. Yeah, Netflix mm. and um, Amazon Prime, I think, were the contenders. I think Apple were in with a shout oh, okay. as well. Mm. But I yes, suppose the thing is, it's difficult to know what the upside would be to any of the streaming platforms because they're not going to get that many new subscribers to warrant spending £600 million. No. So mm. I think it's just it's just bragging rights. I think mm. to yeah. say we've got the Bond film. I would imagine mm. it was announced they were moving, and then sort of Netflix and the other companies went, "Oh, we might have a chance here. Let's let's get in there." And then Potten turned around and went, "We want six hundred million pounds, please." And they probably just <laughs> went, "I'm all right, thank you." Mm. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's interesting, isn't it? I mean, I'm being lazy, but I'd love that. I'd love it to go on the streaming platforms. Yeah, because it would be out <laughs> of course now. Would, yes. Yeah, um, of course you would. Yeah, but I mean, so if that did happen, could you imagine the 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 stuff that the cinemas would you know they would be kicking off? I can't remember what the film was in America where they went were going online, um, or it was Warner Brothers, wasn't it? Said we're going to put all our yes. films, and you know that yes. that kicked off. But if Bond, because mm. that was you know the saver of the year, and that's obviously mm. now being moved. Um, yeah, well, apparently MGM have already lost $50 million uh, by moving the film. So they've already lost $50 million because imagine all the stuff they had printed with the yeah. dates on mm. and everything like mm. that. So they've lost a fortune. So we'll keep you posted. It would be nice if it came to... <laughs> be nice if it, 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 but... it would be, yeah. See, the problem is with Bond, and I, they wouldn't make any money from it doing it this way, but because it's uh, such a big film, having it on Netflix or Amazon is a bit... I, I don't know, it seems like it's... Only certain people can watch it unless you buy it one one of them for a month. You know, if it was on like yes. BBC or ITV or something like that, yes. which they would never do. No, they wouldn't. It's a bit like with the you know with sports being only on Sky, and you like that's we now there's no sport really on normal TV. You have to pay yeah. for it. It's a bit like that. Yes. Okay. Well, we'll keep you updated. Uh, we've got some competition news. Oh. Oh. Um, the. We had two boxes of goodies for two by two overboard um, uh, to give away, and we have we have winners: uh, Julie Harris and Lorette Warner. Well done, well done, you two. You have won those goodie boxes. What was the and answer? They'll, they'll be put. Oh, the answer. Well, Tom Fletcher is a member of which band, Luke? McFly. Thank you very much. Of course he is. He's a member of McFly. Uh, that's it for this week. Oh. That was technically almost proficient. Nearly there. Mm. Wasn't it? We Mm. were nearly, nearly there. I'm not sure what we're reviewing next week because I'm not sure what's coming out. Um, Netflix haven't announced anything huge. Uh, We have some more film news in the podcast that was announced today. Oh, excellent. Oh, no, I tell you what we're reviewing next week that we're all going to watch. His House. Whose house? His House. Who? It's on on Netflix from Friday. Next Monday, we are reviewing His House. Is anyone in it? Well, obviously, no. otherwise it's just a blank screen. Is it in the middle of the street? Uh, I believe uh, Matt Smith is in it. Ah. Oh. Okay. So there we go. Uh, Luke and uh, Toby, thank you very much. Thanks, Duncan. The podcast will be available at some point in the future. Uh, we'll be back at the same time next week, uh, and we'll be reviewing his house, amongst other things, and keeping you an update of any film news. Uh, coming up after the break, not after the break, after the news, Mr Q will be here with his country show. Luke will be back tomorrow for drive time from four. Yes.
Thank you. And I'll be back on Sunday after a two-week break uh, for a Sunday oh. breakfast. So look forward to you, uh, seeing you then. Uh, thank you very much for listening. We'll be back next week. Hello and welcome back. What a great Hello. show. That was almost... Hey, that joke about blank was terrible. That was great. <laughs> mm. I'm going to yeah. use that with all my friends. Not, and yes, I have got you them. You haven't got them. Use it in your uh, stand-up whenever, that, whenever you do. Oh, yeah. Yes, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine how well that will go down? <laughs> no. Somewhat, we might get one person like, oh, I'll be like, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it would be, be you. It would be you laughing. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. probably. Um, uh, Mr. Davis, you said you have some extra film news that I'm not aware of. Uh, yes, Tom Holland. No, Tom... Holland. Wilson. Is it Holland? Yes. Tom... Holland. Spider-Man, yeah. Is it? That sounds wrong. Uh, Tom Holland yeah. today, uh, well, actually last night, announced uh, the beginning of filming slash production uh, on Spider-Man 3. Uh, he got off a plane last night uh, <coughs> saying on his Instagram story saying, I've just arrived in such and such, I can't remember what it was, uh, for Spider-Man 3. Uh, earlier on this afternoon as of recording, he was sat on a sofa uh, and he said, I've just got this envelope. Inside this envelope is an iPad. Uh, which has the script for Spider-Man 3 and what I'm going to be up to for the next five months. He then dropped the iPad, uh, but it was still working. Oh. And no, knowing Tom, we'll find out what's happening in Spider-Man 3 probably next week when he reveals some spe- secrets. Exciting. More, more film news from, from Tom oh. Holland. He okay. posted his first... Um, he posted a photo of him as, as Drake. Yes, and Uncharted. Drake from Uncharted, which I'm a big Tom Holland fan. Like He's a, he's a nice guy and he's a good actor. Do you know um, him? But he's, I, he's a nice guy. Yeah, you know, I met him down the pub a few no. Um <laughs> uh, he I just I'm not sure. I'm not sure about I wouldn't put Nathan Drake as Do you know what it's funny? I would probably put someone like Chris Pratt yeah. as Nathan Drake. Um but yeah, it's I can't judge a book by its cover. No, um, never do that. I don't know if they've wrapped that yet, but I'm guessing if he starts Spider Man three then. Yeah, maybe. I'd imagine so. Yeah. Um but as I say, I'm looking forward to it, but also I'm, yeah, I'll just Saying see that, how it happens. Um, out. Tom Holland and uh, Chris were very good in Onwards. Yeah. Mm. Very, very Although good. Although they were just cartoons. They were, but still very good. Yeah. Okay. Also, the quality good. of the cartoon, very yeah. good. I believe they call it animation these yeah. days. Yeah. Uh, okay, that, that's all the film news. Let, let's move on to something else. I've got something to read to you. Oh, uh, okay. hang on. Yeah. As, you did last, as you did last week. Oh, let me just settle down. That's exactly what you, oh you froze it. Oh, Duncan get lost. <laughs> Duncan oh Duncan's in an echo chamber. <laughs> the photo is hilarious though. Hi there, my name's Duncan Strip. Welcome to my new TV program where I look round cinemas. Look at this cinema behind me, it's empty. It's I'm great done. cinema. What a great cinema everybody Oh he's back. How am, I'm there. Tw- I'm here twice. How's that happening? It will disappear in a minute. Okay, right. I've got something to read to you from oh. uh, Kyle Cannon. Do you know I... who Kyle Cannon is? No. Toby, Ky- do you know who Kyle Cannon is? Yeah, I was about to say, yes. Yeah, yeah. So that is. Yeah, yeah, you know who that is, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, is that a man or a woman, by the way? <laughs> it's, a, it's a guy. It's, it's I, a guy. Well, I used to go Ky- to uni with him. Hang on. Yeah. Oh, that explains guy. it. Are you? Are you? Well, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm so. Confused. Are you sure it's the same person? Oh well, no, but he's written a review of your new single. Is it the <laughs> same person? Oh right, hang on. Well, yeah, it must be then. It must be because he did the artwork for it. Oh no, that's no. I'm telling a lie. I tell a lie. I've got this completely wrong. Brilliant. I, I have no idea who wrote this. Oh okay. 
But you've been reviewed <laughs> by young okay. creators. Oh, you've gone again. Oh, oh for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Duncan Strip. Look at my great cinema here. It's uh, empty behind me. Uh, um... Hello? Oh, no, he's not back yet. Hello? Hello? Hiya! Hi. Right, I know, I know what you're going to talk about. So basically, he did the artwork. Oh, that's why it's copyright under yeah. there. Okay, well, yeah. what is strange is that this, this article is not um, um, credited to anyone. But have you read it, Luke? No. Oh, let me, let me read this to you. Okay. Oh. Sit back, relax. I'm ready. <clears throat> We're both on the same team as the debut solo release from drummer and vocalist of 12 Hour Avenue, Toby Stubbs. That's him. During lockdown, Toby decided to embark on a solo project with... We're both on the same team, being his debut release. Mm. Over the course of lockdown, Toby decided to reach himself, I think it means teach, reach himself a few chords on the guitar. During this, he could overhear a couple arguing, Dave and Michelle. And the idea for we're both on the same <laughs> true, team true. was formed. Is that true? Yeah, that's true, yeah. It is. Yeah, it is true, yeah. Uh, true. After discussing it with his 12-hour Avenue bandmate, Harry, they decided it did not have the right feel for the band, and so on October the 2nd, TBOI... I know, it's probably a typo. Typo. ...released it as a solo track. Since its release, we're both on the same team, has gained radio coverage from Wickham Sound. I thank you. Thank you, guys. On the surface, now comes... Hang on, now hang, on come, hang on, hang on. Thank me. I played it first. Yeah, yeah. thank you, Luke. Okay. Yeah, Duncan. Now, thank you, Luke. Now come. Hang on. Am I, am I, am I going again? No, no, you fine. No, no, no. Okay. Now comes the review part right. of the article. Okay. On the surface, Toby's first solo release is an alternative rock song. However, when you look deeper, you can see it has a moody atmosphere which has some well thought out lyrics. Opening with heavily distorted guitars, it's evident that this track is going to be one to remember. Toby's vocals have this wonderful quality to them, which I could sit and listen to all day. All right, get a room. <laughs> His smooth vocals wash over you throughout the duration of We're Both On The Same Team to convey the emotive lyrics which come from a place that most can relate to, especially David Michelle. The chorus <laughs> offers a brighter tone whilst keeping the ever-present guitars. The drums act as an anchor through the entire song. They often offer moments of flair and flourishes of interesting fills. This makes perfect sense when you remember that Toby is also a drummer in 12-hour Avenue. Around the three-minute mark, yes, it really is that long, Toby really wows the listener with his, with his vocal abilities with a long, sustained note, which seems to go higher than I would have thought possible with no loss of power. This note then expertly slides down to reach its diminuendo, oh. which I didn't even know was a word. Nice word. The drums become unrelenting, which sounds bad, but it's good, after this section, and their constant gain in power becomes an exact reflection of the emotion being portrayed by Toby's lyrics. Each word flows seamlessly into the next, and you find yourself gently floating throughout. We're both on the same team, despite its volatile atmosphere. Nice. Thank you. No, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you slept with them or you paid them to write that, but it I've was got, worth it. I've got a few questions. Mm. Uh, my first question mm. is that they know a lot of information about you, or did you write that about the other bit somewhere else? About the fact no, that we... she. So, so basically, uh, she. It's a girl who works for this blog, and she. I think she put one of our 12 Avenue songs in a, in a playlist and then, um, so I just sent her my new song and then she said, can you send me a little bio? Listen to the song. 
Um, so I sent her the bio, like the kind of background behind mm. it, which was that I did ring Harry and said, look, I don't know if this song's right. What do you think? And he didn't. He said, yeah, it's not really us. So. <laughs> he said, it's terrible. I don't want, to, I don't want it. <laughs> it's terrible. I don't want to be part of it. <laughs> um, Who's yeah, laughing then, now? Yeah. yeah. So. Well, that was good. It's a glowing review. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Isn't it? Mm. I mean, if you haven't slept with her, I think she wants to, Toby. <laughs> I'll be honest. Jesus. There's a lot of sexual innuendo in that review. Is there? Yeah. Oh, yes. Did you not read between the lines? Yeah, it was just white space. <sighs> you mean it's blank? <laughs> um, thank you. Hey. Um, bringing things full circle. Full circle. Um, isn't another part, uh, another bit about you, Toby, going into the higher bucks? Uh, this when it comes out soon. It is, yes. Uh, next month. Next, next month. month it comes out. So it'll, be in a, be it'll be in a book. It'll be in a book. In a book. Yeah, which I need to probably get. Yeah, we can get um, you a copy. That's fine. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. okay, sweet. Thanks. Well, can I keep it? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, Toby. No, I'm going to let you read it and I'm going to whip it off you. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Oh, dear. oh, anyway, that's good. Any, uh, any reviews of Drive Time you need me to read out? <laughs> no, then we're not allowed to read anything about. Okay, they fine. They all get deleted straight away. Fine, fine. I mean, I had quite a lot of good ones for the breakfast oh, show last week. Oh, okay. uh, all right, then. Well, that's it. Yeah, that's. A oh. night in- Unless you've got anything else you'd like to bring Sorry. up. <laughs> I don't. I think. I don't think so. I think that's no, okay. It. You watched the right. rom-com, didn't you, Dun- uh, Toby? Oh yeah, I watched Just Friends, uh, which is with Ryan Reynolds and uh, I can't remember her name. She, I've seen her in other things. Meryl Streep. Um, not Meryl Streep. No. The Queen. <laughs> that's Judy it. Dench. Not Judy Dench. No, Amy right. Smart. Margaret Rutherford. Amy. Anna Ferris. Uh, well, Anna Ferris is in it. Yes, yeah, right. Yeah. Amy Smart. That. Yeah. Anyway. It's uh, it's a wrong call with Ryan Reynolds. It's you can see it's like the early stages of what he's going to be, mm. you know, who he is now, kind of thing. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a few laughs in it. It's very, <laughs> what very. <a> review. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, it's just my sister was like, oh, this is such a great film, and it's not. I didn't not. I I, I enjoyed it, but I think she kind of bigged it up and said it's so good, and it was good. You can tell it's a so, rom com from the poster because the writing's mm. in red and white. Yeah, but it's um no, it's very very two thousands yeah um film. It's got yeah a few laughs in it. Um, you know, it's it's an entertaining watch, but it's yeah, it's uh yeah, it's decent. What the hell okay. just happened at your house? There was just somebody opening the door. <laughs> it sounded like a small explosion. <laughs> no, it's, it's, San, it's Santa early. <laughs> Santa's <laughs> come early. <laughs> Story of my life. Um. <laughs> Oh. Uh, I've told him about that. <laughs> <laughs> Hold uh, it back, son. Um, okay. <laughs> oh, anyway, on that note, yeah, let's leave. We've climaxed, I think, haven't we? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Brilliant. Well nice. Done. Okay. All right then. Bring well, the uh, next, down, as uh, I'm looking forward to next week uh, because You're neither of you particularly. Oh. No, because neither of you particularly like horror films. Oh gosh, not horror, is it? And we're watching his house. Uh, so, talking of that, you... quickly, I need. I've been recommended to watch uh, Haunting of Hill Bly House. house. Bly Manor or Hill House? One. Hill boat. Hill boat. House is the first boat. one, and yeah. I'm halfway through the second one, which is Bly Manor, and it's not as good. Oh. Mm, I've heard that. I've heard that. The first it's one is terrifying. It's, 
especially if you're scared of bad English accents. Okay. Can you be scared of that? Oh, they're terrifying. Yeah, it's called English. Trust, trust me. Okay. Terrible. They, I mean, because the second one, the first one, the Haunting of Hill House is set in America. Fine. The second one is set in England. Is the first one got like a, there's an elevator or a lift in it? Is that the one I'm thinking about? Yeah. 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 But the second one is set in England, but it's not filmed in England. So the first thing you notice is, the, and it's set in the 80s. First thing you notice is the phones are all wrong. The streets of London are wrong. The light switches are wrong. The plug sockets are wrong. And then a couple of people speak in English. You know, oh, so wrong. Why didn't, you, why didn't you just set it in America? It makes no difference. Do you know what my favourite uh, thing like that is? There is a film that uses uh, Dashwood's estate or the doll's house in uh, West Wickham. Um, and it's just randomly plopped in London. So, like, they're walking down Oxford Street, and then they turn left, and it's like, oh, look, it's the doll's house. Mm. <laughs> I can't think what film that is, but yes. Well, there we go. But you, the first one's very good, Toby. The Haunting of okay. Hill House is very good. Well, do you want to put my review in for his house now? No. No? no. I think you, you should watch uh, Hill House. There's one episode uh, that you'd appreciate with your three years of film and TV, Luke, You've said house, that more than me tonight. Because it's, it's filmed in uh, three takes. Oh. The whole episode is wow, filmed yeah. in, in three long takes. Very nice. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, yeah, Fly Manor's not quite as good, but Hill yeah. House is very I'm, good. I'm, I'm, no, sorry, go on, Luke. No, go on, Toby, you go first. I was just going to say, I've been recommended to watch The Fall, so I'll try and watch that as well. I think that's what they call drive People time. keep telling me to watch The yeah. Fall, and I just can't, I just have not bothered. Mm. Mm. Well, I, I might give it, I might start it this week and okay. you know. I might watch the 1917. Yeah, okay. Nearly, nearly or, was going to say Or Parasite, maybe. Or maybe Parasite. Oh, Parasite's a great film. Yeah. Parasite's really good. Yeah. Two great films you got to watch there, Lucas. Mm. Look at me. If only I had Go for the time. It. Yeah. All right, then. Well, until next week, fare thee well. Fare thee well. Chill out. No, just fare thee well. Fare thee well. Not feather thee well. No, fare thee well. Fare thee well. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Go and watch a film, Duncan. Why? Oh, behind me. I know. The projectionist has been sat there all night just waiting to start it. <laughs> in a minute. If you, if you turn around, does it actually look like you're in a film? What, in the cinema? Yeah. It kind of does. Yeah, it kind of does. It kind yeah. of does work. Yeah, that's very good. Yeah. There you go. Nice. Anyway, on that magic, uh, bye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.